1: All right, folks, it's Monday Night Football, and it's the Giants. Now, I know some of you keep saying, even though I'm a Giants fan, that I'm a hater of my own team, and that is not true because if there's any game that the Giants should be able to win, it's this one against the Seattle defense. Danny Dimes, if he can't run and pass on this defense, I don't know what else to say because... He's 1-11 in primetime games. This might be the worst defense he's faced yet. I know the Giants have a bunch of injuries on the offensive line. Don't get me wrong. But this is one of the more straightforward matchups he's ever going to face because you know Seattle is going to try to pressure on the pass rush and get home. And he's going to have multiple read options available because Seattle's zone, basically, they're going to bring pressure and you're going to have reads that you're going to be able to have to hit. If you're willing to stand in the pocket and deliver the ball, he's going to have big play opportunities to Darren Waller, Isaiah Hodgins, and the guy that I think has the biggest opportunity to step up tonight is Wondell Robinson. And Robinson's, uh, I believe he's uh, coming in uh, just around 3K. Yeah, he's 3K. It, realistically, Wandale is going to be probably lower owned in Paris Campbell, uh, who's a, a 2.8. But Wandale is far and away the better receiver. It's not even close. Uh, the Giants like him. He's he's actually back healthy. Wandale should be the guy. Now. When I look at this uh, slate, it's interesting from a showdown perspective that Kenneth Walker was priced the highest at 10800 I don't get it. Um, yes, the Giants have sucked at tackling. But Kenneth Walker isn't necessarily the explosive runner that gets outside the numbers that you would worry about if you're the Giants. Like, that's the way I kind of look at it. To me... This is one of those games where I think Lockett and Metcalf should both do quite well against the Giants defense, and Geno Smith should be able to uh, pick apart the Giants defense because Wink Martindale is also going to blitz, and you're going to see open receivers. It, it, it like We've got rookie corners, we got guys playing out of position, and Dory Jackson... Like, the Giants do not look remotely sound on defense. That's the reality of the situation. So, with that being said, the way we have to kind of approach this is kind of being more proactive in terms of going offense versus defense. Because, yes, there's going to be a tendency to play the defenses in this game. And I I just don't see it. I, I, You know... (sighs) Yes, could the Giants get absolutely smacked if the offensive line is in shambles and Jones looks as bad as he's looked uh, uh, during uh, (laughs) the first three games of the year? There's absolutely a possibility that uh, this goes sideways for the Giants. That being said, if you're going to play Seattle defense, I I think you have to play in the captain spot. I I don't... I don't think you're going to get any leverage playing the Seahawks just in the flex. Because, you know, they're going to get ownership on their own if you play them in the flex. I think you have to play Seattle defense in the captain spot and roll the dice that the Giants just, uh, you know what, the bad. Because that's just, like, in terms of uh, popularity... Seattle defense really looks to be a popular option in the flex uh, the way things stand. So, like I said, I don't necessarily love the defenses here. I think they uh, can both be exploited. So, after the break, we'll go through my breakdown of how I'm looking to construct lineups, and uh, we'll go from there. But, uh, you know, Giants is a home dog. I, I, you know, I think the Giants can win this game. Uh, you know, going into it, I was far less confident, but the more I kept looking at Seattle on tape, I'm saying to myself, the Giants should be able to dump the ball off and be able to find pockets of space to operate. So to me, this is, uh, this is two different scripts I want to go with, uh, uh, with, uh, the Giants and the, uh, uh, Seahawks and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll kind of go from there, but, uh, yeah so we'll be right back after this and stick around
0: don't go anywhere the fantasy throwdown podcast will be right back after our sponsors pay the bills welcome back to the show hope you got your popcorn ready
1: All right, we are back. As I was talking about, I think both defenses are gettable here. So the way I want to position this is for my giant script, I'm going to focus on... I I think most folks are going to go towards Daniel Jones in the captain. Uh, So for my giant script, I'm actually going to flip it around. I'm actually going to go with Darren Waller. Waller and Jones have not been on the same page, but if there's one team that is... Susceptible to tight end uh, position, it's uh, Seahawks. They've been last in the league against tight ends for the last two years. Realistically, the Giants brought them in for games like this. This is why I say, if the Giants can't score points on this defense, it's going to be a long season for the Giants on offense. Because there's really no excuse not to be able to punish Seattle's zone uh, with a tight end as athletic as Waller. You got to be able to use them. If you can't use them, what are we doing here? It, it, it's a complete waste. You may as well just trade Waller at this point. If you can't, if you can't make it work with Waller against this defense, so from my standpoint, and again, Waller and Jones have not done anything this year. Th- this is just a complete field spot based off of the numbers versus the Seattle defense. When you play Waller and the captain, he's going to be ten five. Because of that, you can fit in Jones and Gino, and I already like uh, Wandale Robinson. So you got two pass catchers with Jones. You got Gino. You can you can make your choice uh, with uh, whichever Seattle back uh, uh, wide receiver you want, whether it's uh, DK Metcalf or Tyler Lockett, and go from there. It, it, it's a pretty, I think it's a pretty solid build overall. And it comes down to the fact that Seattle has a propensity to concede massive yardage to the tight end spot, to multiple teams, because you dump it off to the tight end and you let them run rampant. Like This should be a wall or smash spot. If it's not, the Giants have even more problems than initially surmised on their team because there's really no excuse, and the line can be as bad as it is there's really no excuse not to be able to put up points against Seattle. Because, yes, Jones is going to get hit, but realistically you should be able to put up 24 points on this defense. If you, if you consider yourself to be the playoff team that you were last year, you should be able to put up 24 points at least against the Seattle defense using your tight end. That, that, it's just that simple. Now, on the flip side, if you want to go the Seattle route, and I already mentioned I'm not a proponent of the Seattle defense. I think the Giants put up points on them. So, as I said, if you want to play Seattle defense, you're probably better off playing them in the captain spot and go for the blowout script. Because I think a lot of people are going to play Seattle defense in flex, and this game gets competitive, and while they may get some sacks and they may get a turnover or two, you're not going to get what you need, which is the onslaught build, Where they just shut down the Giants completely. I I don't see it. So, to me, the Seattle captain is the only way to uh, go with that kind of script. I don't think they score enough in a flex if it's a back-and-forth game. Unless they get a defensive touchdown and, you know, all bets are off. And then you're still probably dead to the Seattle captain lineup. Just uh, the way I'm kind of looking at it. But from my standpoint, you can play... Geno Smith in the captain and roll with your choice of Lockett or Metcalf. You can attack the Giants again with uh, tight ends as well. So you can play if no offense rolled in, which it looks like he will be. You can do no offense. You can do Kobe Parkinson. Either way, it doesn't matter. And then on the Giants side, you still have Waller and Jones you can play. So to me, you get. Uh, an option of how you want to approach this game, but I do think you can go after both of these teams with the tight end spot. It's just that from the Seattle side, I would rather have it tied to Geno because their passing tree is going to be far more diverse than the Giants, in my opinion. I think a lot of the Giants offense is going to be dump offs to Breta, dump offs to Wandale Robinson, and then you try to hit Seattle in zone with Waller. I think that's where the Giants have to be. Kind of living. With Seattle, they can go to DK, they can go to Lockett. You don't know um, which one's going to get the touchdown. So rather than playing the roulette of which guy do I pick, just stick with Gino. It's concentrated like he's giving them, he's one throwing the ball to them. Uh, he's he's going to get the points regardless. So that way, y- you basically take the funnel out of uh, the equation there. But, um, yeah, that's kind of where I'm looking to build for tonight. Again, I expect the Giants to be competitive in this one. I think they have a very good shot at winning this game. So, we'll see how it goes. But, uh, I'm actually far more optimistic about this game doing the further review of it than I was initially. Because, initially, historic and historically, Seattle's just owned the Giants uh, in recent years. So... We'll see how it goes, but uh, I, I do think this should be a competitive matchup. So that's going to do it for me. Have a good one, folks. Until
0: next time. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, and all major outlets.